This is University Pod. Hi, Morgan. Hello. How, how are you going? doing? I'm all right. I'm a bit stressed about this. I don't know how it's going to go. Because of the whole dating thing. It's okay. So I think like sometimes a very difficult topic to talk about, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And we are by no means veteran interviewers. No, so. we're also not veteran daters, I'd say. Right. Yeah. So a light touch is going to be required, I think. <laughs> but I'm, I'm no doubt that we're going to prevail and really pull through on this one. How's your dating life, Morgan? It's fine. It's pretty much non-existent, but yeah. You're on Tinder, okay. though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some time to time, yeah. Great time. I enjoy it. I get to sit and swipe with him. It's a fun time. What, what you mean is you enjoy me being on Tinder? Yes. Yes, I do. Because you're not. I'm not on Tinder. I have a boyfriend. How's it going? It's going fine. It's <laughs> no, that sounded so bad. He's really nice, and he listens to this podcast. I think one thing that's probably worth mentioning is, like, dating at uni romance and blah 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 all <laughs> romance. These, things, these things can be extremely important i think if you um watch any 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 tv show or film say university it's going to be a central theme and i think yeah. that's reflective of real life that's very true i think it occupies a lot of space in people's minds also because there's such a pressure on it like you're young like a lot of people have their first sexual encounter at uni their first relationship so if you then don't have that experience when are you going to get it your dating expectations are, i suppose are informed by your past experiences so you're, and you're from Denmark? Yeah, but the thing is, I never dated in Denmark. But to be fair, I know how my friends, you know, yeah. got on. Cool. Most of them are in relationships, actually. A lot of them actually found their, their relationships through Tinder, which is a slight contrast to here, I'd say, where it's more seen as a hookup app. I think and the majority yeah. of places is a hookup app. I think it I is. I think there may be some sort of Dan- Danish um, <laughs> anomaly there. No, I think it is in Denmark, too. But people are just open to the option of the, it then developing into something else. Today, we're interviewing three people, just like the last couple of times. First, we're going to be interviewing Noel, who's from the Netherlands, and then our friend Anna. And lastly, we're going to talk to Lasha. Hi, Noel. Hello. <laughs> How Hello. are you today? I am great. Do you want to tell the, the people a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a first year music student, music uh, single honors student here at the University of Aberdeen. I'm from Amsterdam originally, born and raised. And we're talking about, what we're talking about, relationships. We're talking about dating. How was your day been, Noel? I had a pretty simple day, just working, and then I had a haircut, and then right before this, I had a date with someone. How was it? It was good. I've had better dates, but it's fine for a first date, I would say. Yeah. Okay, so like solid, <laughs> like six out of ten. Yeah, probably, yeah, solid six. Nice. I would say. Still unclear if it's just romantic or friendly, but it was uh, it was mm. fun on a, okay. on paper. Yeah. Unclear, is that how you generally describe your dating experiences at uni? Interesting. I would say so, actually. So far, I, I would say that it's not as clearly always romantic. Sometimes it can just be like a friendly thing. Specifically, like I met this guy through Tinder. So in this case, obviously, like online dating is such a big thing now. So I met him through Tinder and then it wasn't really clear if we were going to have this be just be like, oh, well, let's just be friends or if it was going to be romantic. So we kind of just winged it, I suppose. And we're just like, OK, well, let's me and we'll see how we vibe. I don't know, it's just like with other, like with my past experiences, normally it's a bit like more clearly romantic. I swear Um, to God, if he actually hears this. Yeah, I was about to say, because I've never, okay, I haven't gone on a lot of dates, but I would never assume that it could be a friendly date if I was going on a date. I don't know, maybe that's a thing that I see with uh, maybe gay dating or something, but like on Tinder specifically, right? You have this thing where it sometimes can be like, oh, well, I just want to be friends. Okay. You know, because I don't want to be in a relationship because I don't want a commitment. 
and then you have the other kind of person which is like well i want to get a monogamous relationship out of this you know this so i want to have a romantic thing okay and in a sense i do really notice that with people from our age it's more common to have that not clarity within that yeah you know what i mean oh yeah can i ask how old you are i'm 18 by the way. yes yeah. okay, okay okay so have you been like single for your entire so far of your entire uni i've been here for two months no no it would be very impressive i have had my fair deal of dates so uh i've had my fair deal of experience so you can imagine in freshers week a lot of people just hook up and yeah it has happened I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a, like it's just a very typical uni experience that you would say. I have been single, so to say, just mingling. Has it been it? any different from back home so far? Well, because before I got here, I was actually in a long-term relationship, but oh. I broke up right before I got here. But just to think about how I was dating back then, because I was also not 18 at the time. And I have had my Tinder dates there as well. In the way that it's different, I feel like student dating is different than any other dating. Different, better or worse or hard or somewhere mm. in between? I think it's actually better because I, from what I noticed that people actually realize kind of what you're going to, uh, through. So if you're dating another student, so to say, they uh, understand um, for example, oh, I got my work to do here and there. I, I, I've got homework to do. I've got this and that to do. I'm a busy person. I'm a student. And so it's like, since your schedules to a certain extent correlate in that sense, like it works. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. like you both want the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Because that's actually a thing that I struggle with in Amsterdam is just like trying to balance lives out. You know what I mean? Sure. When it's obviously when you're dating someone who has a different life or completely back in high school people had completely different schedules from what i noticed at well unless you were dating someone from the same high school but you know but if you have someone that's a bit further away or is doing something completely different you can't have that but so it's nice to have someone to date that kind of just relates to what you're going through on a day-to-day basis would you consider dating someone here who didn't go to uni who's just like a local abedonian Hmm. or someone even someone at like rge or something yeah I mean, RGU, sure, because that's also, also like a student. Mm-hmm. I mean, my location was it would be further away, but I wouldn't really mind. Also because Aberdeen is not that big of a city. <laughs> yeah, true. Though, I mean, also to a certain extent, even if it's like a non-student, right? I do think I would consider it, but like you, I would have to be sure about how that even would work logistically, right? Because, you know, somet- I have had dates with people before where i'm like there's no way we can even do this on a long-term basis because you your life is just so much more different than it uh, than mine is you seem very practical well to a certain (laughs) extent i mean like i'm a realist in the sense that i just know that you know you can't really have a long-term relationship with someone romantically if their just schedules are just way off in the first place like how are you going to have a date if there is no time was that the kind of thing you were thinking when you were deciding what to do about going to university with regards to your relationship so like we broke up with each other mostly because we knew we were gonna like uh like go our separate ways yeah. because the thing is i was gonna go to another country and that just generally does make uh like i knew it was gonna work out and he essentially initiated the conversation about breaking up because like he just didn't want to get hurt like right before i was leaving so we broke it off way back in june and we were like you know let's just rip the bandaid off and let's be friends from the, uh, from that moment on i think the main reason for the breakup was just because we knew we we're gonna drift apart and it's just having a like a uh, long distance relationship in that sense i just don't think is realistic in my opinion well, and, and even more so in our age 
we've been Googling a little bit, and you're following every single article I can find. Like, their advice was just to break up with your long-distance boyfriend or girlfriend before uni. Exactly. Yeah. We were all, like, 18, 19 years old, and to even have the drive to have a long-term relationship and even you know we come right from high school probably with people that we know from high school and then we go to uni and to realistically think oh i'm going to stay in that relationship for a longer time even though we're in uni is just not i just don't think it's real so it's just in a sense of inevitability and you're gonna you're gonna preempt it and yeah i mean like look at the amount of people who break up in the first semester of uni after being in a relationship (laughs) you know like god it's an insane amount yeah, Morgan, isn't it? Except I broke up with the person I was with in the second year. Yeah, he, he kept it. So the, there's different not. degrees of long distance. Like yours True. is... A country's different. A country's different. Mine was less than that. But True. still, maybe worth playing devil's advocate on this one. There are people for whom the long distance relationship absolutely okay. works out for yeah. them, for sure. I mean... And it's not to discredit what they're doing no. or say, well, you're just being a fool. No. no, no, of course not. No, but I mean, just on a logical basis, it's just yeah. not the common thing to happen. And just also, just I don't think, like, for that case to be successful, it's just very rare. Tinder, that's the thing. <laughs> well, I have my, I have two options, Tinder and Grinder. But if I want to think about it romantically, I'd choose Tinder, yes. What okay. is the difference? Oh, okay. So Grinder is um, just a gay dating app, yeah. but I wouldn't really call it a dating app because it's a gay hookup app. Really, it's pretty much. It's literally just for sex. Though it was, it came very handy in the first week. Not because I want to hook up with people. No, it's because uh, it's, it has this location thing. So it's instead of in a Tinder where you just kind of look at like the kilometers that they're away, it's like literally in feet on a radius, almost like how far away people are. I think the first day I got here, I was on Hillhead, and I opened up the app. I da- literally downloaded it for the day, <laughs> opened up the app, and then looked around at faces so I knew who was gay, okay. pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, from that moment on, I just deleted it because I didn't need it anymore. Returning maybe going slightly back in time, you know, pre-Tinder, the main way of getting with people would just be sort of Ooh, meeting so them old. in person and, and <laughs> things like this. Is that, uh, you know... Any any thoughts on that? Well, actually, I think I have been very successful here with that, which is strange because I never had that before. And maybe it's because it's like like a student kind of community kind of thing. So you get the opportunity to do that more. I can't imagine myself really doing that. Like, for example, back in Amsterdam, like, I don't know, random on street or at a bar it's just the city's too big there's so many people doing different things it's just the chances of it you know what i mean like if you're a young person in aberdeen and you're maybe on a night out or something the chances are that they're also a student yeah exactly you can easily you know get with someone in a club without having to do all that digital stuff like the old traditional way (laughs) but i think it depends on a person right because some people are just so much more comfortable speaking online so the d- statistics show that if there's a more equal gender distribution on a course, you've got a higher chance of meeting someone that you're going to hook up with. It's weird because uh, there is an equal gender distribution, I would say, yes. But I feel like people don't hook up with people from their own course because oh. they're kind of iffy about that because they're like, I'm going to see that person in class. It's like the, the step lower down of hooking up with your flatmate. 
But I mean, like, if you do it in a romantic way and you just don't hook up with them and just don't talk to them again and it's not, like, a one-night stand, then it should be fine, right? I mean, like, a date isn't necessarily, like, something that you'd be awkward about afterwards. I guess it also depends on your course size. Like, if you're 30 people, it might be a bit a bit awkward. If you're, like, 300, yeah, okay. Are you, not in, just in broad terms, kind of happy with the way things are going for you romantically or otherwise? Or are you thinking, oh, no, what have I done? Um, I would say I'm kind of winging it at the moment. Maybe that's just my uh, young first year attitude, (laughs) but this is not like I'm not desperately looking for love or relationship right now. But the the, the fact that you're winging it, you're it's like, yeah, sure. I'm literally just like, you know, something comes along and I'll take it. Sure. I don't think everyone would be comfortable with what I'm doing because I'm winging it, so to say. I don't really have a drive to have a relationship, so to say, 100%. But it I'm works for you. Like doing, yeah, but it works. It works yeah. for me. Well, thanks very much for talking to us. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So that was Noel. Noel was a great guy. I never really thought of dating or hooking up as a way of settling into being a uni student. No, me neither. But I know a lot of people who move to a different country all on their own. See Tinder as a great way to like just meet people and try and establish a friend group. But no. I would never treat it like that either. Because yeah, you know, when I was in first year, I wasn't thinking like, Oh, you know, you know, want to get involved, meet people, you know, there's like, the freshers fair, you know, talk to people <laughs> in my class. Grinder. Get grinder, you know, see what we can do with <laughs> to that. To be fair, that's also not really your sexuality. No, it, it, yeah. it doesn't cater to my, yeah, exactly. exactly. But, you know, I, would, I wouldn't have thought to use it Tinder either, so practical, even if I was though. single. Hi, Anna. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. My name is Anna. I'm a second year law student here at Uni of Aberdeen. And you've joined us today to discuss the... Relationships. Very complicated topic sometimes. What's your status? I am single. Actively seeking? I wouldn't say so because law school just takes up yes, all I'm, the time I'm, now we have an immediate con- contrast between our, you and our previous guest <laughs> who's a first year music student <laughs> for whom time didn't really seem to be much of an inhibitor yeah i was asked out recently and it took me more than two weeks to find an evening oh my god that would work for me when you started uni you weren't single is that right? That is correct. Okay. I was in a relationship at home and then we tried to do long distance, which arguably didn't go really well. And you're from Hungary, right? So it's quite a distance. Yes. Well, that year, my then boyfriend was doing a volunteer year in Liverpool. So, you know, we thought, okay, we can make it work. Turns out Liverpool is just as far as Hungary, yeah. <laughs> if you really want to travel there. Thanks, British trains. Yes, yeah. it, it took me 12 hours, 12 hours. One, one way to go there once. How long did that last? We've been together, I think, like nine months before I came to uni. And like the whole time we knew that I'm going to come to uni here. Well, we thought it's going to be okay because it was going to be two years of long distance and then he wanted to come to uni in Scotland. And we were like, okay, two years, we can make that work. That summer, we went to the wedding of one of my friends who was in a long distance relationship for two years and then got married. So we, we thought, yeah, that's, you know, easy. <laughs> Others can do it. Um, 
it's not easy. It lasted four months. But I, I'm not saying that long distance relationships can't work, are deemed to fail if they have like an endpoint, like something that you can look forward to. Yeah. So we had that and I think it could have worked. I just when I came to uni here, I became very depressed. And that was the main reason why it didn't work. Because then everything that is bad becomes super, super bad. Yeah. Yeah. But we had very similar experiences, I think. I was also in a relationship when I started uni, yeah. And that failed as well. Yes. How, how far the long distance... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, so it was... Um, like six hours train, right? Yes, a bit less than that, but yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Because like long distance relationships in general, why they suck yeah. is that there is this person that you're used to seeing every day and then suddenly you don't see them every day. You see them like every other month, maybe. And like everything that you do is just like trying to keep up with each other's lives. It's interesting you mentioned the whole having a period beforehand where you're used to seeing each other every day. Because I believe, Morgan, you never had that, right? Yeah, kind of. And I think that's, yeah, the big problem. But I think what you said before about the end goal thing is like very true. Because I think what sustains people during those kind of difficult times is oh well you know it's hard now but at this point it'll be fine and you know you just gotta stick it out whereas i think if you have a higher degree of uncertainty it's like well it sucks now when's it not gonna suck i guess and also how long that period is yeah because like my boyfriend went away for four months and it was fine because it's four months right. like it's really not that bad but if it's like a four-year period where you know you're not really gonna see each other it might be it, it requires more motivation that's for sure should we maybe move on from the, <laughs> the sad topic. years into the happy years? But you're on Tinder? Um, I am, as Morgan knows, because yeah. we're ma- we matched. <laughs> um, but okay, okay, I know that everybody just says that, oh, I don't take Tinder seriously or whatever, but my Tinder is r- literally the product of a very drunk night at a festival where we were, like, playing Tinder and, like, reading the people's bios. My bio says, I will fight you for the last pickle in the jar. Like, I know that how Tinder works here in Scotland, it's basically, like, for one-night stands and stuff. That is especially why I don't take it seriously. To to answer your question, I, I'm on Tinder, but not really. What is your uh, bio, Morgan? It says, I only want girls that are over seven feet tall. <laughs> what else does it entail? Oh, yeah, and I'll put my dog in it, my dog's Instagram account. I mean, worst thing that happens is that the Instagram account gets a few more followers. Like, yeah, but to be fair, I don't the, think it has. But those those are the kinds of profiles that I swipe right when I'm on Tinder. Like that's what that's why I'm there for. Like quality entertainment. Wow, Morgan, you've got it apparently. The golden recipe. Like I quite liked. I thought it was quite funny, but I, I mean, obviously, obviously, humor is very subjective. Yeah, but, but yeah. ooh, I have a funny story about Tinder. Back when Tinder was created, uh, I was like. 14 uh and it wasn't called tinder it was called hot or not and hot or not and it was uh advertised somewhere and i thought it was a game so i downloaded it (laughs) at 14 yeah i i didn't really get it but then i matched with this guy who then i talked to and became like best friends with he was like uh, 17 at the time we talked about everything but he he was like he lived in budapest and i don't live in budapest so then we actually met and we still talk to this guy who i met on hot or not even though i didn't get relationships from tinder i got a really good friendship 
I don't know if you've seen any of Tinder's like adverts, like on the tube or something, but it's not, it's saying, oh, here's a dating app. We can find all of you lonely people, someone to be with, and then you won't be lonely anymore. Their whole thing is, you're single. Yeah, it's good. Let's keep it that way. So they kind of don't want to lose members either, you know? Like, it's not like Hinge has a slogan that's like, oh, the dating right. app that's meant to be deleted. Yeah, exactly. And Hinge's thing is in direct opposition to Tinder. Yeah. The whole point is that it's not saying we're going to solve the fact that you're single. Just like we're going to make it more fun yes. to be single. Yeah. 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 But on the other hand, like, I would understand why people use Tinder here because I am so rarely approached by guys in real life here in Scotland. In Hungary, it's more of a thing. Like, they just come up to you, not in a creepy way, give you a nice compliment and, you know, start a conversation. Whereas here, it's like nothing. I That's interesting. I, ju- I think the the main point about that is that it's not a cultural thing in Scotland. I don't think the girls would even like it if a guy just came up to them. I don't know. I'm not Scottish. Morgan, what do you think? I think the stereotype of guys approaching girls in a bar is mainly confined to jock characters kind of thing. I don't know if that's a reflection of reality or if it's literally just a stereotype, but like, I think the perception of that as being sort of a normal thing that just any other annual guy will try to do is probably not the case. And but I, I don't just mean bars. Like, we're in university. There are so many, like, social events, socials for societies yeah where you meet a lot of new people like that's how i met my boyfriend before we were just at this event and we were just like talking you know we we met each other and then and then it became a relationship whereas here i meet someone maybe we even like each other or i kind of feel like that and then you know like nothing happens they just don't ask you out it's weird and you don't want to take the initiative i i am a girl who doesn't (laughs) i am very modern but not in this not in this case to be fair i don't think that's a girl thing i think that's a people thing like morgan would you approach someone and ask them out like easily okay so so it's stressful because they might say no to you and that would be humiliating right that's just on a very basic level so that's the same reason you wouldn't want to or anyone wouldn't want to a girl or guy yeah but also because because yeah you're nervous why because they might say no maybe she's attracted to guys asking her out yeah like that's, that's what i was gonna say like a lot of girls too. for for me that's that's like a thing and, and i know that's like very old-fashioned yeah. or something but for me it's like the guy has to ask you out and that doesn't have any like you know sexist connotations for me it's just like how how it works for me thank you so much anna for joining us yeah, thanks for talking to us thank you for inviting me anytime that was anna we already know anna so we you know had a baseline there yeah true true i relate to her a lot more i think because <laughs> she's just a stressed out student who doesn't even have time to date yeah Are to you... be fair it is quite time consuming but morgan do you do you not have the time or do you not have the motivation i think time is always a factor just yeah, yeah but you if but you could make it a priority and do it yes i could yeah play i think i think anna could also make it a priority if she felt so inclined okay so everyone has work to do everyone has free time hopefully but a decision about how you spend that free time is entirely up to you sometimes you just want to play hearts of iron yeah exactly yeah, yeah. would you ever consider asking anyone out in person like anna was saying she'd she'd like 
in real life, I would probably, you just meet someone through an a activity friend. or something, yeah. a friend of a friend, mutual, blah, 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 at a party, yeah. a social, in a social uh, si- situation. Yeah. Like, I would never try and go to the library to pick someone up or but Starbucks. But would you text them to ask them out or would you do it in person? Oh, Because um, I feel like you text them, right? I think texting is, is a good way of doing this in the 21st century because it allows you to think about what you're going to say before you say it. And the second thing is it allows the other person to let you down easy and, you know, and not hurt your feelings. So, But it also allows like, oh, them for yeah. overthinking and showing the text to all their friends and like, yeah. look at all your f- Facebook data and whatnot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I completely disagree with that, though. That's the thing. Okay. That's fair. Because I think the capacity for overthinking is not one that is manifested in social media. It's just a general thing. So, hello, <laughs> Lasha? Lahia. Lahia? Yes. Great. Lahia. Lahia. Yeah. Perfect. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, just so we know who yeah. we're talking about? But first of all, thank you for coming. Happy to be here. Um, fourth year student studying business management at the University of Aberdeen. There's nothing too exciting going on at the moment, just working on dissertation. Um, I'm also involved in a startup back home, but that's just on the side. Yeah, that's so cool. um, called Spark Sustainability. It's about how to be more sustainable in your everyday life. And Aww. that takes over other parts of your life. Oh, yeah. For example, the romantic part. Oh yeah, Which there's is none day. going on at the Which moment. Which is what we're talking about right now. What's your relationship status been for your time at university? Well, when I came to the uni, I actually started dating someone immediately after my arrival. I think it was the second day being in the in Hillhead. I was just on Tinder, you know, just <laughs> rolling through out of boredom. And then this cute guy comes along and we hit off right away. And that was the start of like a two year relationship. So it was quite intense. You got right in the deep end. I did. I really did. I finished the, the relationship. I think it was not last summer, but the summer before. Yeah. So the summer between second and third year. Yes. yes. Right and before it gets really busy. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason for it was because he actually came over. He's Scottish. Um, and he came over to Finland, to Helsinki, to meet my family and friends and, you know, yeah. see where I'm from. And it actually didn't go that well. And I could see that there was, you know, like... Tension. Yes, um, a mismatch and miscommunication that he didn't understand where I was actually coming from, even though he had a Finnish girlfriend before me, which was quite interesting. He has a type, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The the Scandi Nordic type, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't really work out. And after when he came over, I just started realizing like this is not going to work. Like, yeah. What you base on your relationship is mostly just you know like you have this image. And it doesn't always go to the different kind of scenarios where you have to adapt to different cultures in different yeah. settings. So it only worked in the uni setting for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Only in Scotland, where he was comfortable, unfortunately. Yeah. And there was a feeling that, like, you know, I'm, I'm here for four years and my life's not going to be confined to Scotland after. 
Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, like, you do need that kind of individual who is um, adaptive and, you know, capable of change and moving to places and embracing different kinds of cultures and differences in people. And um, that's something that I actually learned from that relationship is something that I have to look for. Was he also first year when you were in Freshers? In uh, first year? No, he was actually not in the university. He's working in oil and gas industry. He wasn't in the in the uni circles. How did you negotiate that? What I mean is, I don't know, I mean, if you have like comparison with your friends or something like that, but like, was it difficult dating someone who wasn't a student? I would say that he didn't understand. For example, this is one of the reasons that I told him that I need to take my own time is because I felt like every minute that I would put into the relationship, it would be away from something else, like the uni uni stuff and, you know, being in the circles of, like, getting to know other people as well, because that takes so much time when you're in a relationship. And when you're really into it, like, for example, he would come over to mine every single day, and that means that you can't go out to do other stuff, and you get comfortable in that relationship, so... It is away from something else and, you know, uni uni life and embracing different kinds of yeah. situations. Which I suppose if you were, say, in a relationship with someone who was also a student, mm-hmm. those two things aren't necessarily mutually exclusive. Yeah, for sure. You know, particularly if you have, say, mutual friends, mm-hmm. then it's, you know, it, it's not, there's no difference between your friend group and the person you're in because they're in the friend group. Yep. The The yeah. only problem is, like, I know from my friends... And, you know, sometimes when you have uh, one night stands and you just sometimes go for someone who is unfortunately in your class because it is easy. Yeah. But later on, like the the consequences can be quite lethal, I would say, because you would have to face that individual every single day and it gets really messy really easily. Yeah. Whereas I I imagine your breakup was relatively consequence free when it comes to all of that stuff. Yes, indeed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you've been single for two years almost? One and a half? Yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah, just dating around, trying to be on Tinder. Yeah? Um, what else? The apps. Um, we use more apps than Tinder. Yes. <gasps> Tell us about it. Um, there's... Bumble. Bumble, exactly. Uh, yeah. um, it was quite interesting. Is it Bumble that you have to be, like as a female, you have to do the, yes. the first... The first initiate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It didn't really work for me. (laughs) I am more of a traditional type where I want the man to make the move, unfortunately. Don't don't worry. That's a common theme. It's it's 93% of all women, actually. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. And also, there's this one other app from the States, which is designed to be deleted. So you're actually in it. It's Hinge. Hinge. They have such a good slogan, honestly. I know, but it's definitely for someone who's looking for a proper relationship. And at this point, I know that I'm not because I know that I'm going to move elsewhere within one year. So it doesn't make any sense. And it felt awful when you would be speaking to guys and you you would see that they want to have more of a conversation rather than, you know, just the physical stuff. Yeah. So you kind of just like ghost out, unfortunately. So Tinder is more for you. Yeah, yeah, but it's not really working either. Mm-hmm. Like, not to trash <laughs> Aberdonians, <laughs> but it is not the best place to find guys. Have you uh, seen Morgan on there? Ooh. Maybe. No, I have <laughs> not. Why is it not working? What's wrong with the guys of Aberdeen? I'm not taking it personally. Just 
I don't know. It's it gets really exhausting when you just swipe and swipe and swipe. And there's if I compare it to Tinder from Helsinki, my friends they would always complain like there's not good looking guys in Helsinki. And I'm looking from like at their you know what they're doing there, and it's just like the guys have like you know professional taking photos almost, <laughs> you know, like posing and you know all that stuff. And you see that they're like they are good looking guys but they're just like this is they do not know how things are elsewhere and I would say in Aberdeen it's more like I saw this one guy who was posing um in top of uh like the statue of an um a snail <laughs> and he was he was so cute but still no like uh, there's different kinds uh, of you know they don't know how to present themselves yeah yeah okay. I think that's a say. Could we yeah. say it? And also, it comes with you know, like your personal experience as well. Like I, I well, I met my first boyfriend from in, in Scotland um, through Tinder, and the second guy that I started dating, like properly, who I really got involved with, um, it wasn't the most pleasant experience after all. Okay. Um, so I think that also affects how I want to use Tinder because it's it hasn't been the most genuine kind of place to meet people and you do get that different kinds of feel when you see someone you know in the same room and you just feel that connection instantly yeah that's something that I really do miss so you want to meet them in person oh yes yeah. that I would suppose, be ideal I suppose one of the appeals of tinder and these dating apps is it's a bit more sort of time effective I guess mm-hmm. I suppose the the, the more uh, traditional organic way of meeting people is a bit more time consuming which mm-hmm. as a fourth year you will know is is quite difficult yeah oh for sure for sure yeah it's more like when you're in bed you're bored you just right yeah get that thing open five minutes and exactly but to be fair to meet new people you have to be so active about it like go to different society events and try not bring your friends because then you'll only talk to your friends all night anyway and then it doesn't help so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a lot of work it is and when you're fourth year you already know everybody and if you go to (laughs) different society you're just like it takes so much energy just to meet new people and make friends and it's as a Finnish person as well it's just like too much (laughs) effort I want to stick with what I know right now to be fair the pool also lessens as you get older in uni because most women want a guy who's older Mm. so in first year you've got plenty options and Mm. then in fourth year it's kind of all exhausted but the thing that I've noticed is I'm 25 myself so I feel like I'm one of the oldest people here every guy or girl that I meet I'm always the oldest person in the group and so what I've noticed is this year now that we're on fourth year I feel like guys are starting to look more mature from first and second and third year so that's something I do appreciate Mm -hmm. do you go out then like to clubs and stuff to see if you can meet people oh god no no (laughs) No. unfortunately not because it I don't know. It's just I've been out and I've seen what it's like, and I you're feel over like it. The the culture of going out is more like yeah, you just want to have sex, and that's why you go there and you you know you see these guys circulating the drunkest girls that they yeah. can find, and that's disgusting. Like it's it's not something that I want to see. So yeah. I think it's more when you go out with your friends, and then you're just out there to have a good time, and then. So have you, you said you've gone on a few Tinder dates since. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. How many? Just a couple. I would say okay. the, the one guy that I actually did go out with, he was one of the, like, the longest, like, Tinder kind of 
meetups that I had. Like we were dating for a couple of months. Okay. So I don't, I don't really when I, I don't know. It depends on a person, but for me, it's when I start to speak to somebody on Tinder. Like really, that's the person that I'm gonna focus on and not gonna speak to a lot of guys at the same time. It's not like yeah. that happens all the time, but I'd rather focus on one person because I feel like that's just. Yeah, I feel like the, yeah, the, like the quality of conversation is kind of hard to maintain if you're talking to f- four relative strangers. Yeah, yeah, mm. that might be the case. Because yeah, because yeah, the per- the person we were talking to before Anna is for her it was very much like to fill the time. It's you know there was, was never there was never any expectation that this is going to lead to anything mm-hmm. real or or in the real world. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good uh, set of mind. Not to have any expectations right. because always when you do, you always end up disappointed because yeah. it's not what you expect. It never is. Yeah. yeah. Do you reply to all the messages you get on Tinder? Mm, yes, if they're okay. 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 Um, okay. So within reason. Yeah. If if it's not too awkward, then yeah. But otherwise, um, no. What but, if it's just like hi X? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. As long as it's, like, decent, but when it gets to, you know, silly little jokes or um, that kind of stuff, it's more like, "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Morgan, what type of first messages do you send out? We're not going down this Because I think that's more of the silly little jokes. To be fair, I find that more appealing, too. Okay, so so, so if someone had to ask me, right, like, what is... A, a good first message versus a bad one i would have instinctively said that a bad one was just hi yes yeah, really because yeah. it's very you haven't really put any thought into it right yeah i think it depends on also like where you come from for me it's like the more straightforward that you are the better like you don't have okay, to impress me but it's more like when you keep up with the conversation that's when i see like is okay. there actually so you're, something going on you're less invested in the first thing yeah, you'll yeah. just you give a, a guy a chance. Yeah, I yeah, think that is better. It's a, it's a lot less superficial mm-hmm. to do it that way. Yeah, thanks for talking to us. Yeah. Of course. No problem. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we've got our social media up and running. This is good news, by the way. Very good news. Yeah. So we are at both on Twitter and Instagram at university underscore pod. That's correct. I'm yes, right, Anna. That's very correct, and you can tell us. All your thoughts, if you disagree, if you agree. Yes. If you have topic suggestions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, actually, this is one of the things I think is I mean, it's great, great promotion for us. But topics such as these can be very individualistic. I feel like we, we got three people, three very different experiences. Yeah. Um, and my expectations were pretty subverted. I don't know about you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's add to the conversation. Keep it going. Keep it going. On social media. And then hope maybe we can make time next time if, if something interesting comes up. Did you enjoy today's podcast? I did. I thought it was quite interesting because you don't casually sit down and just talk to your friends about their opinions on dating. Like you'll ask them like how it's going and if they're going on dates, but not how they prefer to be asked out, for example. Yes, yeah, I suppose it's always in context. And um, yeah, I don't know if you ever think about the... The bigger questions. The bigger picture behind it. No, really not. That's what we're here to do. Next time, we're going to talk about workload and exam season. So if the quality of the podcast severely deteriorates, then you'll know why. 
Now, we'd like to really thank all the people who helped us produce this podcast. And first of all, is our executive producer, Vicky Korbeka. Um, then we have our sound guy, Lesse Rasmussen. And our graphic designer, Davina Stoyanova. And the Aberdeen Student Radio for letting us use their studios to record. What's up, dog? Okay, you, this is gonna this is gonna be good content, right? Ready for this? So we've got a live update vis-a-vis the topic of dating, because our producer Vicky has just got a Tinder message. <laughs> and can I read it, please? Don't worry, I'll make the, wow. the, this lovely fellow just gonna stay anonymous. We'll call him um, Jay. Jay. And he says, "You look like someone that would know what an up dog is." I get it now. Yes. I didn't get it at the beginning. And then, so so, what is the intended response there, Catherine? Please explain to the viewers. I guess you'd, I don't know, that depends on what you've got going on in your life. You just ask, like, answer, say what's up, you know? No, right? No, 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 you've completely misunderstood. Okay, what would the good response to that message then no, There's be? only one intended response to that message, right? Is so that? the message says, you look like someone that would know what updog is. One word, updog. Yeah. Which isn't a word. Yeah, so, so then you you're going to say, oh, what's updog? Yeah. And then wow. they would say, not much, how about you? I have to say, this guy's not really reinventing the wheel. Like, I'm really surprised that none, this isn't <laughs> working for anyone in the room apart from me. As someone who's read some of Morgan's um, Tinder openers, they're better. Oh, well, thanks very much. Honestly. But see, yeah. now I'm getting conflicting advice. Yeah, because she didn't like it. Yeah. But like I it. think it's fun when you do like a little pun or a little question about the profile. Just to see more engaged than high. But if, people are if, different, I guess. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, if Lakia ever shows up then I know exactly what to say. <laughs> Hi, X. Hi, X. 